<laughs> well, all right then. Uh, well, that was, uh, I guess, a way to end the game. Win or lose, we keep it real. Join Crime in the Pocket for Vikings Final Score. Skull Vikings. <sighs> what up, man? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, bro? Hey, I just I just watched the Vikings fall to one and four at home. I think that's what four straight home losses for the Vikings. Had fans booing two plays into the game as the Vikings fumble their first first play of the game. Um and then a valiant effort leaning into halftime one of the poorest second halves I've seen from a coaching perspective and quarterback perspective in the NFL. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Like, to start the game the way we started the game, after all the talk and everything about ball security and the guys who are doing the right things are the ones who are going to play, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, Kevin O'Connell, I mean, to his credit, is calling some some plays, the screen game got going. The offense did most of what we say we want them to do this game. Like, they moved the ball, credit to Kirk, down, you know, for periods of time there in the fourth, his two best weapons. The offense still continued to look good, but, like, we just don't make the plays. We don't make the good plays, the smart plays, the right plays at the crucial points of the game, and – yeah, TJ Hawkinson again today. Uh, you know, drop passes, not coming up clutch. Uh, I don't know, man. This was a game I thought we could win. This was an ultimate. Like I started talking to Mac about us potentially being able yeah. to win this game to until until they fumbled that first play of the game, and then it was like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like, all right, you gave a little one, but like, give me a recap. Give me your feelings. I know like the game started and we were like, oh damn it, here we go again. But like let's 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 walk through this thing. What are your thoughts? Okay. Your recap, box score, you're looking at it. What are you thinking about how this game flowed from beginning to end outside of us not playing in the third quarter? Like whew. yeah, talk <laughs> me through it, man. How are we feeling? How'd it go uh, in your view? Offense. I think we're gonna be talking about the offense for the most of this podcast. It just it's not clean. Um, there's no rhythm. They make plays. They have great play designs, but they don't make enough plays, and they also make a whole bunch of mistakes. Defense, I thought, uh, amazing. Amazing to see them compete like that with the Chiefs. That being said, you know, we came into this game knowing you can't blitz Patrick Mahomes. And Brian Flores said, we're blitzing Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I also think that they got away with it. You know, not 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 great getting third down stops, but if it hadn't been for two plays where Cam, Bynus, Cam Bynum almost made that play but did not make that play, then you could say, hey, hey, they got away with it. Um, and they made some plays, and it was right, the right decision to blitz 
I feel you, Daniel. That that's where I'm um, at right now. Uh, that, that's exactly where I'm at. It's not anywhere. It's not clean enough. And then, of course, you know, Justin Jefferson gets injured there near the end of the game. Turf monster playing an issue. So now every single play, we got to be scared that the Vikings are going to be fumbling. Now we also got to be scared that somebody's going to get hurt. What's going on in Minnesota? That's my recap is like, where do we go from here? Because that was just, it felt like it was the worst version of the Vikings and we lost by seven. So let's uh, let, 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 let's see what the comments are saying here. So we got Chris <laughs> saying that, like, you know, the officials, the officials, they missed some penalty calls that uh, maybe could have made things go a little bit differently. I guess, Flip, what are your thoughts on the officiating overall in this game towards the end of the game? Uh, yeah, how, how you feeling about the officiating? Were you feeling like it was an issue through the game? Do you feel like those missed calls were ultimately the thing that cost it? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think that my head is just filled with so many frustrating Vikings moments that, yes, there were some frustrating uh, referee moments, but they didn't really stick with me because I'm just so upset with some of the things that happened with the coaching, with some of the things that happened with the time management, with Alex Madison can't hold on to the effing ball on a screen class with nothing but green in front of him to score a tying touchdown. K.J. Osborne, Kirk actually makes a play, actually steps up in the pocket. K.J. Osborne catches the ball, great first down, and then he proceeds to run directly into defenders towards the middle of the field rather than out of bounds. It's like small things about what good teams do. We've got a 12-year veteran quarterback who can't prevent his team from getting to delay a game penalty on on fourth and seven. It. And and the fact that we have to take that delay game penalty because we've already burned all three timeouts. It's and that second one, like, come on, man, come on, Kevin. Like, can't remember who said it. Somebody in the comments said, like, don't we have somebody? Yeah, Daniel was like, don't we have somebody who's supposed to help Kevin O'Connell with that? Because that felt like just an emotional moment of frustration where it's like, ah, throwing the flag. But immediately everybody's like, you're not winning that. Like, what are you doing? We right. need these timeouts. Right. And uh, I don't know, man. Like this was this was a, an imminently this this game was winnable. This game was winnable. Oh, a hundred percent. All the we had Chiefs... to do was not fumble the ball on the first play of the game. Like maybe play an ounce of of coverage in order to knock down at knock down just prayer balls that Pat Mahomes is throwing up to Justin to Randy Moss just... Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Watson, uh, you know, it, it was it was there for the taking. Kirk Cousins, six yards per attempt. I it got to the point where I'm I was sitting there thinking about all the mistakes we were making in this game and tossing timeouts like confetti. <laughs> and I'm like, why are we only down by seven? And what I actually, the thought that popped into my head, and I'm this is instant reaction show was we were in that game not because of coaching not because of quarterback play we were in that game because our offensive line and our defensive line actually played a good game yeah so that's actually the performance that we've been looking for all season long great pressure from daniel hunter marcus davenport making his pressure felt again 
Uh, the defensive run stop was there today against a very good running team in the Chiefs. On the offensive side of the ball, Kirk had time to throw for the most part. Um, you know, I'm not going to say every drop back was clean, but it was far and away the best game he had in terms of a clean pocket to throw from. And still just doesn't, doesn't generate the offense. But I am happy with, with the offense and defensive line this game. Yeah, Andrew, I don't know. Like, if if this is the game that we want to be making this this argument, I know that Ed Ingram, because there's been a few mistakes that have been really magnified and get her out there, but by most ESPN, PFF, uh, SIS, like, all the offensive line stats say that the Vikings have a top 10 unit and in this game, there were many, many, like Flip just said, there were many points where Kirk was able to sit back there, survey the whole field, go through the entire progression, find the guy on the backside. Like the offensive line, generally speaking, played pretty well in this game. And like, they're going to make mistakes. They're never going to be perfect. But this is what we've all said we wanted for a very long time from an offensive line. Like they're competently holding up. Part of the reason Kirk gets hit so much, we've been behind as much as we have this season. We've had to throw so much, but like they've been holding up and they held up again today. Um, and so like, I don't even actually, I don't remember Ed Ingram's name really coming up or us talking about him in the group chat. I mean, Ezra Cleveland got absolutely massacred a few times by, <laughs> by Chris Jones, but like by and large, the, uh, the team, the offensive line played okay. And that's ultimately what we want to see. Uh, we just didn't make, just didn't make enough plays. Didn't make, didn't make enough plays. And um, it, th- there is, I mean, the coaching, let me start with the, the defensive coaching. Look, I get it, Flores. You like to blitz. You're going against the best quarterback against the blitz in 2023, let alone his career. Everything says, do not blitz this guy. And you're still choosing to blitz. So here, here's where I am with it is we hated Ed Donatel last year for two reasons, because he was passive, the scheme was passive, and the scheme was predictable. Moving to Brian, Brian Flores, I think it's great that we are no longer passive, we're aggressive, but it's still extremely predictable. And and yes, it's an improvement. And yes, we love Brian Flores, but we have to we have to have more dynamic of a defensive game plan than just like, oh, we're going to blitz everybody. Because when you're going out there and you're blitzing the best quarterback in the league, I just don't agree with it. I think there's something else that you have to try to do to show them something new if you truly are an innovative coach and an innovative play call. I mean, they got two sacks on him, kept him slightly below his season averages in terms of passer rating, yards per attempt, and some of those. So, like, they, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's going to do Patrick Mahomes stuff, but they largely contained him. Like, he didn't go off on us, like, right. Like, like, I think many of us were afraid of. But yeah, to your point, like, uh, I think Kevin Seifert tweeted it at halftime that, like, the blitz rate that the Vikings had uh, was like the highest of any team against Patrick Mahomes and would be like the highest of the season if they contained it. And like, um, yeah, like they were just kind of dinking, dunking, just taking what we were giving them. And Mm -hmm. then occasionally, you know, there was those plays that we would hope at some point that, I mean, I guess we've seen them with Justin Jefferson and others, but we'd want to see the Vikings make more more consistently. We're like, they needed a play on third down and somebody made a play on third down, which is, I think the difference between where we are and what we are as a team and some of these other teams, like, 
we can make plays. It's just there's certain points where we just don't make plays at crucial points in yeah. time where we need to. And like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. This game was there for the taking. And uh, yeah, we blew it again. And that's just super disappointing. But I do want to see if we can find a bit of silver linings, positives, shining lights, something. Who's your offensive player of the game this week? Who showed out on offense? Is there anyone that you can point to and say, like, this is someone that uh, I'm on board with. I feel like they showed up today. I mean, do we got to give it to, like, an offensive lineman this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, Jordan Addison had himself a game. It was great to see that, especially with J.J. being a bit dinged up at the end. Um, you know, had had that touchdown catch, and he, he continues to perform. The future, just imagining him and Justin Jefferson next to each other for the next decade is an amazing dream, and I think we should dream that, and I think Addison is proving to be that guy, which is, it, it's an awesome feeling when he catches the ball. All right. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think Addison would be the uh, the easy pick on, on this one. Played well. All he seems to do is catch touchdowns, which we'll uh, we will take. And then defensively, who uh, who you loving on defense? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's such a weird game. <laughs> it's such a weird game. I mean, hey, I may uh, I may give it to like a Byron Murphy, somebody who was quiet. You know, a Caleb Evans flashed a little bit. Um, Jordan Hicks had a little savvy play there that I liked, breaking up that Patrick Mahomes pass. Um, there were like a lot of solid players on defense and I was pleased with, with that, but nobody really stuck out for me. I don't know who you, who do you think Jason? Look at this. See, yeah, John, John is not here for the BS and I can't say that I'm mad at John. You know, Chiefs were better. Vikings start with the Turner turnover had how many drops KJ, TJ, JJ, Madison, the fumble to start the game. Everybody making mistakes. You can't beat a good team that way. And then Kirk not even getting the Hail Mary into the air. Just a sad synopsis of it all. I Throw mean, that, the ball, Kirk. That, like, that, I mean, that was the perfect way for the game to end was just like, man, we're not even going to try to throw it up. Let's just, uh, let's just take the sack here, you know, preserve our passer rating and keep this thing pushing. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was disappointing. Best defender today might have been the turf, you know, like this, <laughs> this is the comments are saying. Um, yeah, and it's crazy because Matt Anderson, you know, we we know him, we love him. He 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 tweeted earlier, like, hey, you know, like we need to get this fixed because, you know, what if JJ gets hurt on this turf? And then, like, you know, ten minutes later, so so our turf is a problem now. It, like, how long has our turf been a problem? Apparently, the NFLPA has had an issue with this type of turf for a while because injury rates, non-contact injury rates on the type of turf the Vikings have is higher than the other turf and on natural grass. And so the team had already planned on replacing the turf because of those, those issues, but after the season, not, so this is where we're at. They've acknowledged it, said they're going to do something about it. Just not right. Okay. So yeah. All right. So like, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Just look at. So, so Kevin O'Connell, because we got to talk about this. (laughs) It's time for him to hand off the play call. It's time. And it's not because he's not a good play caller. It's not because, you know, he doesn't have great play designs. It's because, number one, 
there is a clear focus on play calling and play design rather than actually executing these plays. And our team, you know, we run these plays, we pick up a bunch of yards, but we're fumbling. We're not catching balls. We can't win contested catches. That has to, there has to be more focus on the actual execution rather than Kevin O'Connell just going into the film room Monday night, drawing up plays all Tuesday, and then being like, hey, you know, here's our game plan. It's not working. You got to execute better. You can have simpler plays with better execution and get better offense than what the Minnesota Vikings are producing right now. Number two, the game management, bro. Like, not even close. Not even close to a well-coached game from a game management standpoint. There is a waste of timeouts. There's an inability to call simple plays when you need to spike the clock or run a quick play. We're not getting out of bounds in the two-minute drill. We're not moving with urgency to get back up to the line in the two-minute drill. There is so much to clean up there, and we've talked about it, but we have not seen it fixed. We've talked about the fumbling issue. He says, hey, if, if these guys can't hold on to the ball, then I'm going to replace them who players with players who will. So Josh Oliver fumbles the first play of the game, Fast forward two quarters later, and you're throwing an outside fade route to him in the end zone. Trying, how is that? How is that showing consequences for fumbling the ball? You're trying to highlight him on a fade route to score a touchdown. He ain't gonna catch that ball. He can't even hold on to the ball. He's already shown you that today, today, two hours earlier, and you're trying to throw a fade route to him. There's, there's no consequences. It's all talk from Kevin O'Connell, and he's not focused on the right things, how you win football games in the NFL. You have to be physical. You're, you can't just outsmart your opponent, and that's why we're one and four. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with a single thing that you said right there. It's, um, yeah, O'Connell seems, yeah, like on one hand, like you said, like they're designing nice plays, but there's just so many other things about keeping the team focused, doing the things the team needs to do that we just are sloppy as hell on. And at some point, that's got to come back to uh, to O'Connell. But yeah, we've had a lot of comments here about uh, why did we sign okay. Reisner? Uh, for depth? <laughs> I mean, yeah. for, for depth. depth. Again, like the as much the as game. we want to be mad at them, like they didn't play a terrible game. At least not for what, like... You know, maybe the all twenty-two will show, show something different, and others will dig deep into that and break it down. But like, I didn't watch this game thinking that the offensive line was getting overrun, or that Kirk couldn't operate in the passing game because of the offensive line. Like, our running game stunk, but like, our running game is bad. You know, like yeah. that's just yeah. kind of you know three yards per carry is I think what we're gonna get this season unless we're playing like the Carolina Panthers or something. But <laughs> Kirk had time to pass today. And he threw for six yards per attempt. Yeah, like, I don't know that we get to put this on edit. I know, like, it's the easy thing to be like, things went bad, so it's Ed Ingram's fault. I don't know if we get to do that this game. I just, we fumbled on the first play and (laughs) dropped, like, seven passes in this game, it seemed like. (laughs) A lot of those passes is also on the margin, right? Because those were contested, tough catches where you're like, okay, we're going to catch some, we're not going to catch others. But then you look at who's dropping them and you're like, 
This is Justin Jefferson dropping them, right? This is TJ Hawkinson, highest paid tight end in the league. I mean, if you're going to expect anybody to make that catch, it would be him. So it's really, I don't think we'll ever get consensus on, you know, how much did the drops affect this game? I think the biggest takeaway is not Kirk Cousins. It's not the receivers. It's not the offensive line. It's like, okay, Kevin O'Connell, you're one in four. You're going to Chicago. Can your team play a clean football game? Because it's been five of them. Can your team play a clean football game? Man, if we don't play well against Chicago, man, I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I got, there's not even really much else to say. Like, this was just one of those games that was there. The matchup wasn't as crazy as people seemed to think it was going in. Like, obviously, they had Patrick Mahomes. But our passing game is shown. Like, we can move the ball on just about anybody in this league. Um and by and large, like I mean, they moved the ball again this week. And so it's uh yeah, it's just it's frustrating, it's disappointing. Um, there's really no other way to, to think about it. And yeah, like you know, I'd say it's this next right, week Daniel, is a, is, is, event. is a get right game, but like I mean, Carolina was supposed to be a get right game. I mean, we barely squeaked that one out, and then we see what Detroit did to them today. So like Carolina, they did not play a clean game. They won, but they did not play. The Vikings did not play a clean game against Carolina. We are waiting to see a clean football game. Uh, yeah. And we can't call ourselves a good football team that's just unlucky until right. we stop doing stupid things on the football field. Period. You know, Period. you can't go out there, fumble the ball, drop the ball, <laughs> stupid penalties, and then call yourself a good team. Those are the things that bad football teams do. Yes. So maybe that's what we are right now. I mean, it's what our record says we are. And like, I don't know. I really got nothing else to say about it. Flip, you got anything? Like, <sighs> yeah. I, I don't got much else, man. We just going to have to see where it goes. I, I don't know what this comment about the G. Don't come after my GM right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we're probably going to be having a lot of conversations about the GM, the coach, and everybody else because uh, it looks like it's going to be one of those seasons, you know? And, uh, yeah, let's hope we get right against a, a division division opponent uh, next week because, uh, yeah. I will say, I will say, with the offensive line playing well, with the weapons this team has, this was a... This for me was a sit back and let's have the quarterback conversation because I think I'll I think you can get a rookie quarterback who's gonna throw for six yards per attempt. I'm just saying at the end of this year, when we're looking back on the quarterback decision, this is one of those games where we're gonna say, you know, is our quarterback maximizing the rest of the team here? And that goes to the coach too. And that obviously goes to like, do you trust the GM with getting a guy in here? But I mean, how do we how do we move forward if we have all these pieces who are here and the quarterback is the one you have to make a decision on? Can you can you justify bringing Kirk Cousins back for another year if we're going to have all these other problems? That's really what I'm trying to say. It's not just about his play. It's about everything around him. We yeah. got plenty of time to get into it, but we're one and four, so it's going to start talking. We are one and four, and uh, yeah, I really am. Yeah. 
I got nothing else. I'm just gonna go be disappointed in this in this team. Flip. What do we say? We say skull bikes. See skull where bikes. we go from here. Oh, 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 o